This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Good morning. Welcome to Breakfast with Kent. It's Friday, March 12th, 2021. We're brought to you by the great people at Today's Dentistry. Dr. Mike O'Neill, the best dentist I've ever gone to, best dentist you'll ever go to, call him. 317-849-2933. Finally, once and for all, take control of your dental health in a way that Archie Miller hasn't been able to take control of Indiana basketball. Let's talk about IU basketball. Always, we lead with the Colts. March is really fun. In the NFL, the offseason is great, but today we're just going to talk about Indiana basketball and mention that Butler lost last night to Creighton. You know what? You play an overtime game the night before and you go back-to-back, you're going to have a tough time against a team like Creighton. Butler, the 10-seed, Creighton, the 2-seed. It's the way it goes. Tonight, Purdue. They, uh, they've got Ohio State, so that's going to be a fun game, fun to watch. Looking forward to that. But let's talk about Indiana. Indiana lost last night to Rutgers, 61-50. They didn't score. But two points in in the last nine and a half minutes. They scored their last field goal with about 9.50 left, an Armand Franklin jumper. And that was all she wrote. And that should be all she wrote for Archie Miller, who's the leader at Indiana basketball. You heard the boos last night at Lucas Oil Stadium. And if you want boos... Bring back Archie Miller. Here, here's what I'll tell you about Indiana basketball. The fans aren't going anywhere. Fans are still going to go to games. You're not going to take away the love of Indiana basketball by having the wrong coach lead it, or fans would have abandoned Indiana basketball long, long, long ago. They're not going to do it. That Archie Miller isn't the right guy is apparent for all to see. We've seen four years of the same stuff. Never a winning record in the Big Ten. 33 and 43 in conference for Indiana. Indiana, not a team that you would expect to be better substantially next year. You don't know whether Trace Jackson Davis is going to be back, and it really doesn't matter. Trace Jackson Davis was really good this year, and still, Indiana went 12 and 15. So let's not, and lost their last six. So let's not get it twisted. Even if Trace Jackson Davis comes back, there's no guarantee of success or improvement. Indiana is is a mess. Indiana can't make shots. Indiana, from every level, 
threes, twos, free throws. Ranked outside the top 230 in Division I basketball. They were 241st in two-point percentage. And that was their high watermark. Free throws, they ranked 300th. They made about two-thirds of their free throws. And last night, they were terrible from the line, terrible late from the line, missed two front ends, too. So don't forget the free throws that they were unable to take because of the free throws that they were unable to make. Archie Miller, after the game, cited fatigue, said fatigue set in at about 12 minutes. At 12 minutes, Trace Jackson Davis threw down a hard dunk, and it looked like Indiana was energized. And then the balloon deflated. And it was over, as was the season, as should be Archie Miller's era. This was a a hideous final 10 minutes of the season and a hideous final six games of the season. And if you want to build any essence or communicate any essence of hope, leadership's got to change in Indiana because bringing this back for a fifth year is And really a sixth year, if you count Tom Crean's final year, being a, a season of malaise similar to the last four under Archie Miller, you can do that too. He also said, uh, we'll be fine as a program. And he said, we're in a good spot. Now, I know, d- 10 minutes after a game, when you meet with the media, you're going to say wacky things. Sometimes you're going to hear a question and you're going to say what you hope is true instead of what you know to be true. And I think that that's what happened with Archie Miller, because if he thinks that Indiana basketball is in a good spot, he's out of his mind. He said, we just didn't make shots. Look, every bad team in basketball at every level can say that. Every losing team makes fewer shots than those teams that they play against. And if fatigue is a problem at this point in the season, that's on Archie. If these guys aren't fit enough to play basketball for 40 minutes after having five days off, I don't know what to tell you. You play on Saturday, you play on Thursday, you ought to be able to go 40. This isn't like Butler last night against Creighton. We're playing 45 minutes the night before. Might have sapped your legs a little bit. I get that. That fatigue can set in in a way that you can't really prepare for. But when you play Saturday and then Thursday, fatigue shouldn't really be a problem. So that Archie Miller should not be back is beyond debate. And I don't care about the buyout. Ten and a half million dollars. We've been talking about the buyout forever. The buyout doesn't matter. The buyout is immaterial. Because what you can't do if you're Scott Dolson, the athletic director, and you can't do if you're Michael McRobbie, the Indiana University president, You cannot roll this back for a fifth year and not expect significant damage to be done to the brand of Indiana basketball. And that's what would happen. This brand would be damaged, fundamentally damaged, foundationally damaged. If Archie Miller comes back and you've got another 12 and 15, or you've got another, they'll play 32, 33 games next year. So let's say, 18 and 15, 15 and 18, somewhere within that three or four games of 500 kind of area where Archie Miller's team seemed to finish. Last year, what was it? It was 20 and 12, right? And maybe they would have gone to the NCAA tournament at the end of last year. It seemed like they were on a track to do that. 
but they didn't. And that's what's important. And fans aren't having it. This is Indiana basketball. And what Scott Dolson has got to do, he was a manager with Indiana basketball. He should know what the right answer is. And the right answer is not to go out and get the next hot name, the next mid-major guy who can come to Indiana and somehow rescue Indiana. That's not what this is. This is Indiana basketball. And I hate to say it because I think it sounds a little bit parochial. And I even said it before. I didn't say it after Tom Crean got fired correctly. All right? That was the right thing to do. Whatever happened after that, Crean had to go. Anyway, what they need to do is find an Indiana guy to come into Indiana and lead Indiana basketball back into being what Indiana basketball is. And that is a program that can be expected, like Fred Glass said, when he introduced Archie Miller, to compete for a Big Ten title every single year. That's what Indiana's got to be. Those are the results. And the way Indiana gets those results is with an Indiana guy leading Indiana. It's not with going, hey, who's the best coach in the A-10? Let's hire that guy. Oh, let's call Mark Few. Mark Few isn't coming. And Brad Stevens, unless the Celtics go historically south, Danny Ainge isn't going to fire Brad Stevens. If Brad Stevens was in trouble, that'd be a different deal. Because Brad Stevens, come on to Bloomington, brother. You know, absolutely. You hire an Indiana guy. And, and we'll talk about the guys that could be that guy. You hire Indiana guys, you put Indiana guys on the staff, and you teach guys how to play Indiana basketball because that used to mean something. What Purdue did, that would have been a beautiful thing. When, when Bob Knight, if Bob Knight had had the discipline to behave himself and, and exit Indiana University in the way he should have, gracefully and with the passing of the torch to an Indiana guy, Indiana would be fine, right? It's what Purdue did. It was a little bit clunky. Gene Cady didn't necessarily want to leave. Purdue said, hey, it's time, Gene. And so it went Gene to Matt Painter. And you've seen what's happened with Purdue. When, Indi- when Michigan needed to replace John Beeline, they brought in Juwan Howard, and Michigan has been terrific. You find guys who represent your institution, your program, your brand, and you hire that guy. Bring Indiana basketball back to Indiana, and you've got a chance to win a lot of games, a chance to win championships. When Indiana is ashamed of what Indiana was and tries to make amends by not going back to what Indiana is or should be, we've seen what happens. It it is mediocrity interrupted by brief glimpses of really good basketball, like happened in 2002, which was all Indiana guys, all night recruits, right? Fife and Coverdale and, and Moye, all the guys that, that comprise, Hornsby, all the guys who comprise, uh, you know, Jeffries, that O2 team, those were night guys, right? They weren't Mike Davis recruits. Mike Davis, wonderful human being, ill-equipped at that time to be Indiana's coach, right? Kelvin Sampson, not an Indiana guy. I was, I was at Emma's talking to, uh, oh, who is the guy? Tim Fitzpatrick, right? 
uh, who was Greenspan's right-hand man. And this was before it was announced Samson was going to be the guy. He goes, hey, we got our guy. I said, who? And he said, Kelvin Sampson. Like, boy, that's something, and aren't I going to be happy? I have a really tough time hiding facially what I'm believing. I'm not sure what I, what I communicated to Tim, but it wasn't positive. Because Kelvin Sampson, what are you out of your mind? The guy who's a cheat at Oklahoma, you don't bring that kind of trouble into Indiana. And sure enough, a year and a half later, kablooey, right? Crean, Crean, nice guy, won at Marquette. That doesn't mean you're going to win at Indiana, but he put it together. Through his own diligence, he figured out how to put that team in 2013 together. In the process, he wore everybody out. And so beyond 2013, it was really, really hard for him to recruit Indiana, right? Could not recruit Indiana. Beyond getting the kid from Crown Point who transferred, uh, as soon as Archie Miller, I can't remember his name, Grant somebody or another. I, I apologize to Grant. Anyway, um, you know, it, 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 his teammate, Sasha Stefanovich, wouldn't he have been nice? He'd have been a good target. Why didn't we recruit that guy? Anyway, you couldn't recruit Indiana with Tom Crean. And Archie Miller came in, and he's recruited Indiana. But he's put them in a position where they don't make shots. And defensively, they're not great. And you got to figure this out. And, and if it's not apparent to Scott Dolson, I don't know what to do with Scott Dolson. Indiana has got to be led by an Indiana guy. Please, don't convene a Blue Ribbon panel uh, assuming that Archie Miller is fired. And my God, please do that. Please release this guy from what next year would be a hell on earth in Assembly Hall with, with fans. They ain't going to be patient. They're going to boo Miller, and, and it's going to sound like they're booing the kids, but they'll be, they'll be booing Dolson because Miller is still there. Losses will re result in in unpleasantness, the likes of which Indiana, as a group of fans, will not be proud of. Don't put Indiana fans in the position where they come into Assembly Hall and boo the Hoosiers relentlessly like happened last night at the end of the game. Archie Miller has never had it. His last eight teams have all finished outside the top 200 in free throw percentage. How the hell could that be? How's that even possible? You don't recruit free throw shooting, you teach it. How can Indiana be a, a basketball program where shooting is not taught at a level that will result in a team being in the top 200 in free throw shooting in Division I basketball? My God almighty, good luck to Rutgers. I enjoy Rutgers. Steve Peichel at halftime. What the hell's the matter with that guy? You know, uh, playing in Indiana's hometown... Coaches always bitch and moan about every damn thing. And Peichel talking about Indiana playing in Indianapolis. What's Indiana's record in Indianapolis in the Big Ten tournament? I don't know what it is. But overall, Indiana, what's Indiana in this thing? Indiana is 13-23 and 23 in the Big Ten tournament. If you are lucky enough to be paired with Indiana in Indianapolis, you walk up to the Big Ten commissioner and give him a big fat kiss on the cheek. You don't whine about it at halftime, for the love of God. Anyway, that loss last night, absolutely terrible. Um, you know, what are you going to do? We, we, and we told you yesterday, 
I told you, take Rutgers and lay the points. Give the points. Because there's no way Indiana was going to stay within three in that game. I told my wife, 12. When Indiana had a lead in the second half, I said, it's going to be 12. It's still, they're going to lose by 12. They lost by 11. We know. We watch. We understand. We've been watching this program forever. We get it. And it's time to turn the page. Let's celebrate some birthdays. The great Gary Dick celebrating a birthday. I'm so sorry that we celebrate Gary Dick's birthday. He's a terrific guy. On a day when Breakfast with Kent is so dour and negative, I apologize. Jeff Stanger, are you kidding me? What a great dude. And another reason to celebrate this day instead of weep on this day. Uh, Steve Deanna, nothing against you, but you're not Jeff Stanger and you're not Gary Dick. Rodney Coons, happy birthday. Greg Landwehr, happy birthday. Drew Adams, Mary DeBagas, the great Dave Jude celebrating a birthday. Keith Hans, Brent Boyer, Ricky Rydell, and Ryan Grody. Happy birthday. If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. And if it's not your birthday, you celebrate somebody else. And let's keep positive about Indiana basketball and the new direction that must be coming for this program. Because how in the world could it not? How do you not turn the page after watching what has happened? Not this season, not the last two seasons, not the last three, not the last four, but the last five seasons. And Archie Miller this year, he did it with his guys. Al Durham and Race Thompson were Tom Crean recruits. But by God, after four years, these are your guys. They, Al, is he, he could come back. And that's another reason why you're like, well, what's going to happen next year? If you got Al coming back, you, that would, you add Parker Stewart as a transfer and Logan Duncan as a, uh, as a recruit, as an incoming freshman. And that's it. And Archie said, you know, after a season like this, you got to take inventory. What? Take an internal inventory and make it so, uh, for God's sake, look, I know. And, and if it was my contract, I'm taking the $10.5 million and I'm running like a thief in the night. I get it. But man, you've already taken $14 million of Indiana's money. Do you need another $10.5 for doing the job that you did? Would, would you, I don't even know that I'd do that. I might resign at this point and say, you know what? Got to tell you, fellas, it's an awkward fit. I know I'm not getting the job done. You know you're not getting the job done. You want to bring me back for another year? I can't do it. I'm not going to do it. I don't need your 10 and a half. Maybe we can find a strike point in the middle someplace. Wouldn't that be nice? That'd be a generous thing. What a, what a final gesture from Archie Miller that would be. To say, you know what? I don't need the whole ten and a half. Give me three. Give me three, and and we're solid. Wouldn't that be a nice thing to do? It would be. That's not the way people do things these days, though, <laughs> is it? It's not the way I do things either, Archie. So I'm not blaming you for taking the whole ten and a half. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. 
Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply.